Coffee matters most when cared for from plant to cup. We're committed to roasting and delivering a coffee drinking experience to be remembered. This podcast is brought to you by Cielo Coffee. So welcome, you join us on our first podcast. This is our little intro to what it's all about and what we're going to be doing over the next year. Coffee. This is all about coffee. Coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. coffee. So who are we? Who are we, Nick? Um, I'm Nick. Oh, yes. And who who are you, Linda? I am Linda and we are married. <laughs> so there's a treat for everyone in store. Oh, no. Um, and we are the co-owners, founders, what's-itters of uh, Cielo Coffee, which is based um, in Yorkshire in a town called Garforth. That's our origin. And uh, yeah, what do we do? So we um, have been running cafes, coffee houses for about 10 11 years and then um we in the last few years have started roasting coffee as well which yep is all down to you linda well that's right thank you for that recognition. you know your stuff <laughs> yeah we i guess i just love creating moments for people just to connect definitely and that's that's probably what drives us what gets us excited what gets us out of bed in the morning and yeah we started kind of looking at our local community and thinking how can we not help how can we kind of be part of it really and get involved and hopefully be some kind of important part of it that creates community for people maybe people who are a bit isolated or need somewhere to find others and I think we've seen some of that come through which we'll talk about in the coming weeks but yeah it's definitely kind of coffee and beyond coffee which is why it's the experience thing really what what is beyond coffee and where can it take us what other things do you think we're going to think about chat about in these i think we'd like to um interview some people maybe some people in the industry maybe some people in the cafe um i think we'd like to do some origin stuff we've been to to uganda we'd like to go elsewhere and um yeah there's a lot of that going on at the moment and it's not just a bandwagon to jump on i think it's really important to see the ethics of of where coffee comes from but also you know, there's an impact to be had on community there as well. And yeah, the various communities that places reach out to. We, su- we supply quite a lot of coffee shops with wholesale coffee. And they're, each of those cafes are having their own impact in their own area and um, churches as well. So I think there's quite a stretch that we can we can talk about and see people's... I think people like stories. I hope you guys like stories of just real life. And um, it doesn't have to be full on drama, but I think... It's nice to see, yeah, you know, people sharing life together when you know the wider world can be a bit messy and full on sometimes. These are the good news stories that keep us going, really. I love it. Well, I'm in. Good, because <laughs> you started it. <laughs> and I guess about us, what more about us? We can't just chat about others. On the who are we? We've got got four kids. Yeah. It's your fault. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a 12 year old 11 year old who's nearly 11 yeah. and a six year old and a three year old so there's uh there'll be stories no doubt that spill over there as well yeah they're not drinking coffee yet but <laughs> no but that's where we are <laughs> so you've got a bit of background experience in this then haven't you what what did you tell us a bit about your professional experience <laughs> in um in radio oh yeah loads of it I went, no, not at all. No, you Just had childhood dreams. I had uh, Pudsey FM, 
So when I was like eight or nine, I got this teddy bear through the post. <laughs> a delivery guy bought into the door. And I was very excited to open the box. And randomly it got delivered on Children in Need Night. So I got this bear out, which wasn't Pudsy Bear, but I called him Pudsy for that reason. And uh, <laughs> then at the same time, I used to like, you remember back in the day when you press play and record at the same time on your little cassette machine? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm gone, I've gone post-millennial here. And, uh, They're back in, though. <laughs> good. <laughs> and then you could record whatever you wanted. So you could record bits of the radio and try and like cut off the bit where the DJ said something and spoke over the end of the song, which is always annoying. And um, yeah, I'd do my own radio show. And uh, I'd do fake interviews off the back of Looking Magazine. Interviewed Kylie Minogue once. Favourite colour was blue at the time. Wow. So, yeah. Eight-year-old um, Pudsy FM. So you got some experience bring to oh, the yeah, table yeah. here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I mean watch out, when, world. <laughs> when I agreed to do this, I didn't realise, you know, I needed a bit more experience, really. Yeah, sorry to show you up. Any recording yourself there, Nick? Um, No. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, confession time. No, I was in a band, a famous rock band. Oh yes. In the uh, early noughties. Um, no, we were we were nearly as big as you two, but <laughs> unfortunately, it didn't quite happen. So, but we could do the jingle. Maybe I should yes. get them back together again. And yeah, um, we should you know, definitely have that. We got to know what we bring to the table, and uh, you bring the jingle. You know, I wasn't in Pudsy FM. I wasn't invited. So you were. You would have been four at the time, which oh, yeah. is depressing for it's me. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about who we're chatting to today and no this is you've done it oh okay (laughs) it's like who's arriving this is (laughs) surprise guys someone's coming through the door now no it's not who's at the door no this is um this is the wonders of (laughs) of our magic because you talked to them the other day sorry yeah i'm with you now (laughs) start again but now everyone knows so tell us who you're talking to from the other day, um, because I've heard clips and it sounds like that was a that was a great conversation. Who was that with? Yeah, it was really fun. I was with Sarah, um, and she used to be our roaster, um, and then she went off travelling, and she's taken her coffee experience with her to go and um, work her way across Europe. Really, so I've chatted to her, seeing what she's up to, what her plans are for 2020. Um, yeah. Oh, we'd have Sarah. She's yeah, great. Good legend. Another Yorkshire lass, which is always a winner. Yeah, it was good to see her again. I did I mean I, I enjoyed um catching up with her. Thought, oh, it's a nice surprise. I didn't realise you got her in for the first podcast, which is uh, <laughs> I just accosted her. <laughs> we were just chatting and I thought, hang on, can I press record? Here we go. We're <laughs> Watch out everybody. Well that is that is good. Good plan. Yeah. And she's got a lot to say. Yeah. So excited to listen to that. So yeah. tell us, tell us where you are, and what you're doing. What does yeah. January look like for the travelling roaster? Yeah. So the travelling roaster. Um, I've just got back from Kazakhstan via Belarus and Latvia, um, just to apply for a visa so I can go back and get permanent residency in Fantastic. Kazakhstan. So I'm living in Almaty, which used to be the capital during Soviet times. Oh, is it not the capital? Uh, no. So at the end of the Soviet era, they moved to Nur Sultan. Um, they kind of invented a capital, basically. <laughs> I'll get to visit it soon. Um, I hear it's a bit of a strange place. Um, but 
Uh, yeah, so Almaty's still the biggest city. Right. And they call it the gateway to Central Asia because it's on the border with Kyrgyzstan. It's easy to kind of get from there into Uzbekistan as well. Yeah. Um, it's very European kind of feel mixed with like the Soviet Asian kind of influences. And yeah, it just has this kind of big city kind of vibe to it, but yeah, it's nice and green as well. Yeah. Um, nice. So it's really nice. And uh, while I'm, I'll be going back, um, I'll be working in a school again, teaching maths. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm doing the odd bit of roasting. So while I'm traveling, I often connect with um, different people, friends of friends or people on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Um, and go off and do a bit of roasting with them, uh, find out what coffees they've imported in. Um, sometimes they ask for a bit of advice, which I always feel very privileged to yeah, very good, yeah. <laughs> be involved in that. Because um, I think for me, roasting was always such an intuitive thing. Like I didn't have like extensive training. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. The the training at Cielo is um, <laughs> on the job. Yeah, very intense. <laughs> um, but I think. Yeah, like I'm, I've always said I'm like a jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Like there's not many things I'm that great at, but probably typical youth worker is yeah. my background. You know, you... I'm in you, this bracket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just kind of pick up like tons of different skills. Like, oh, I know a bit of this language. I can like do basic guitar. I can do this, yeah. that and the other. Yeah. Um, but with roasting, it was like... I can't even explain it really, but I felt like I just clicked with it. Yeah. And I think you might remember we did that, we had that Indian uh, monsoon, monsoon yeah, <laughs> coffee last year. And um, yeah, I remember like looking at it and thinking, oh, these beans are a lot bigger. So we put less in the machine. And then, um, you know, the, the first crack was like, loads later than, yeah, than any other coffee we'd done before and I kept thinking I've missed it like yeah. but it didn't look right and I was like what is going on um and then it looked different and anyway in the end I think you'd like sent an email to a roasting yeah, friend. Yeah, we messaged our cords, didn't we? Yeah. Like, Help, do you get this <laughs> And they were like, oh no, that's what we did. Yeah. And I was like, oh, phew. We'd either all got it wrong or yeah. you, you can get you somewhere. Yeah, so I think I really love that, that like, I kind of feel like I've found something that I'm good at. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm a big headed way, literally, it's probably about the only thing I'm good at. Um, but just being able to. Um, pick it up in different places and it's you know it's a, a nice way to meet people yeah um, well, and I think that's uh, why they can ask you for advice isn't it because mm. I think it's a weird thing because it's quite it's everyone talks about it being very scientific mm. and obviously a lot of chemistry involved in roasting and yeah. you can go down all that path and do all the qualifications with chemistry and but I'm not massively scientific by nature mm. And to, I'm a bit similar where I feel like you can learn some of the scientific formulas for roasting and understand what's happening to the bean. Yeah. But there's still some kind of intuition in there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Of like, obviously it's down to taste, but so you can give advice to people on like, what do you want from it? And yeah. I can help you think about a couple of things to try to get to that sort of taste. And yeah. I think you can definitely that can transfer to anywhere you go can't it so yeah definitely I mean I think (laughs) I'd love to do more training and probably understand it more from a scientific point of view yeah because then I can maybe explain why I'm thinking oh this is what we need to do yeah yeah um but it is I I do think 
it's not necessarily something you can completely teach. I think it's something yeah. you, you kind of have to have a bit of a feel for. That probably sounds a bit hippie-ish and out there. But <laughs> well, it's experience, um, isn't it? I think yeah. months of experience or years mm. of experience is yeah. better than just... You could never sit any of the exams without having done some yeah. time on it anyway. But. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember my first few months thinking, oh, this is easy. <laughs> and then starting to understand more of the complexities. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh my word. <laughs> yeah, but love it. <laughs> so is coffee a thing in Armity? It is now. Um, I think there's been coffee and coffee shops around. I mean, I met the guy who was one of the first roasters right. um, and he'd been there 15 years. Oh, okay. Um, but <laughs> um, the coffee quality over there is pretty low. Um, the last two years, it's like people have only really started drinking coffee. Yeah. Before that, it was all tea. Right, um, okay. Mainly black and green tea. And I'd say... So the culture is very different over there in that everything's more about how it looks. Yeah. So everything's done on Instagram. Right. Um, like, if you're not on Instagram, you don't exist, basically. Yeah. And so people will go to restaurants and recommend them, and they'll look nice, but the food doesn't necessarily taste that great. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there is great food out there, but for me, I'm a bit more like, I'd go quality over the way something looks. Yeah. So you have to, as a cafe over there, you have to look amazing and you also have to taste great, you know, yeah. if you want to get a good reputation for coffee and, um, but it's slowly, yeah, the market's growing, it's starting to boom, but it's taken a while. Yeah, sure. Um, and I do wonder how much of the coffee drinkers are just drinking it because it's the latest thing rather than yeah. <laughs> they really know I much about coffee or, yeah. yeah, really enjoy it, but... Um, maybe that's how yeah. we all started. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that's it. I guess when you look over history, it's like, you know, there was, um, you know, the coffee shops in London and how it just boomed from yeah. there. And so, yeah, but um, it's taking its time, but it's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you were playing for residency. Yeah. Are you wanting to stay put for a while? Do you want to travel yeah. out from there? What kind of... I think... Yeah, I definitely want to be in Kazakhstan for a while, get used to the language. They mainly speak Russian and Almaty. Right. A lot of people speak Kazakh as well, but Russian's the main one. And so for that part of the world, like, knowing Russian really helps. Yeah. And it's just kind of getting to grips with that culture and how things work. Mm -hmm. And I'm making a lot of contacts in coffee, so it's good for me to be there. Yeah. Um, and it does just open up a whole new world of places to visit and... Um, you know, India's two and a half hour flight away, and you know, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so right in the middle, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, I'd love to be there longer term, and um, I'm on the side, <laughs> I'm doing some anti trafficking stuff, so yeah, I do that voluntarily. Um, and is that with an organization? Yeah, so there's an organization called Sparking Freedom, and They've been working mainly with girls in brothels out there. Right. Um, but my background is in awareness and prevention of human trafficking. Yeah. I did that for a few years in Poland. And so I've been helping them get that set up. So yeah. we've created like um, presentations for schools and villages to prevent girls from being trafficked. And we meet people um, at events or on the streets. That sounds really bad, but <laughs> I'm just chatting to people. But we're just sort of explaining that like human trafficking can happen to anyone. Yeah. Um, 
and often just people are just not aware and if they are aware you can prevent that from happening to them so um that's what i've been doing out there and there's a lot of that happening in central asia and yeah i mean all over the world but yes of course you know, but i guess with so many borders around yeah. you it's quite easy to yeah extract people isn't it and yeah which is a shame that's yeah. great though <laughs> so anything else in 2020 that um, you'd like to i mean i'd love to go to india i've always wanted to go and it's yeah, like yeah. i've been to something like 46 countries or something it's just not it, enough yeah it's just well i've just never got a chance to go there and i'm like it's like the one place i've always wanted to go yeah um so i think yeah definitely more travel you know yeah. the horizon and um i might get to tajikistan at some point as well um there's so many stands I just yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know I was thinking about this on the way over actually because like stand means like land of so it's like land of the Kazakhs and like you know stuff okay that makes Um, sense yeah because I think people lump like places like Kazakhstan in with Afghanistan or Pakistan and things like that but they are quite different yeah so um yeah I'm sure there's some cultural similarities but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, maybe Afghanistan, maybe that would be... <laughs> I don't think they drink coffee there, but... <laughs> and obviously you've gone you've gone out travelling and done stuff because of your faith, because of yeah. your Christianity as well, which yeah. plays a big part in it. Yeah. And, uh, is there anything that you'd like to see or any connections you'd like to make, like the first half of the year or things you'd hope oh. to... What kind of things would you like to see God get up to? I think um, in, in Kazakhstan, I mean the testimonies you hear out there like are astounding like um, I was in Kyrgyzstan and I met this lady who she'd met Jesus and her her whole family were Muslim and basically beat her up um, and kicked her out of the village and she then went back (laughs) (laughs) which I mean she's telling me this and I'm like yeah I'm like oh my goodness she goes back and they're still rejecting her but she notices that there's um, there's something that's needed in the village, and that's a school. Right. And she creates this school for a hundred kids. Oh, wow. um, so not even like a wow, small so thing. Not like great. let's start with yeah. you five kids. Like let's <laughs> let's build a whole school for a hundred kids. Yeah. So my money just raise the money, which for a woman who's not married in that culture yeah. as well is again almost impossible. Um, and she does all of this and she has an opening day with the mayor of the village and like I don't know two three hundred people turn up and she gives a testimony in front of no these people that want to kill her basically <laughs> like That's so brave. and I'm like oh my goodness like you know and then I think now some of her siblings have become Christians really? and like wow. you know and these are kind of stories you hear over and over again out there where people are rejected by their family as soon yeah. as they become believers um, but they're making such an impact like people see their faith as really genuine and it makes a difference in their life it's not like oh I just go to church on a Sunday yeah. like there if you're going to choose God then you you are rejecting your whole life yes. you know it's much a bigger choice yeah. in a way yeah it's not just a oh this seems like a nice idea you know yeah. <laughs> so I think for me like I just want to see like more of that and like how can I as an annoying foreigner <laughs> you know um what what's my role in that I guess is what I'm yeah. exploring now because 
Um, I've met a lot of missionaries while I've been travelling and not to be judgmental at all, you know, I know it's a difficult thing to, to do, but I've seen many times like people um, not really having much of an impact and yeah. I know that some of it is about trusting God and just kind of um, being in that place where he's told you to go yeah. and sometimes it does seem like nothing's happening for decades. Um, but sometimes but, nothing is actually happening. Yeah, nothing, literally nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've just got this really comfortable life in you know this country where other people are really struggling. Yes. And I think, I'm like, well, what does my life look like out there? And actually, the people that are going to make the most impact are the local people. Yeah, because, right. you know, if I go along, I'm selling... English Christianity, you know, yeah, like yeah. I really want people to get a hold of what the kingdom is rather than rather what being than colonial a colonial Yeah, thing, exactly. Definitely. definitely don't want to do that. And so these are sort of things I'm exploring a lot and yeah. kind of asking God and I guess I'm asking him to really give me a heart for the people there as well. Um, I did have some rough times in Kazakhstan when I first arrived, just a lot of really bad stuff kept happening. Um, but and so now I've really been asking God to heal a lot of what what happened yeah. and and really love that country again and um yeah I think just what what can I do like what is my role there and not to like have that I'm coming in to save the day thing definitely, yeah. yeah because they're definitely already doing stuff that's yeah. like out of this world and inspiring yeah. you know um so no, that's really interesting yeah obviously yeah. like this podcast isn't going to be you know, it's not a, a Christianity push at all, but mm. you've got a faith and I've got a faith. And I think that's part of what's, or nearly all of what's taken you on your journey mm-hmm. and adventure. And I think it's important to, mm-hmm. you know, coffee can be a motivation and can be a tool along the way, but I think yeah. it's important to talk about, you know, what takes us where we are. So yeah. thank you. It's very yeah, honest. All right. <laughs> and what's your Instagram um Oh handle. goodness! <laughs> it's handle the right word. Yeah, I think it is. It's uh, whatever it is, world. I better check that because has it got an um, underscore? So yeah, I think it does have an yeah. underscore. I think it's. Let me check. Yeah, so, traveling with two L's because I know Americans spell it with just the one, so it's traveling underscore roaster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> traveling underscore roaster. It'd be good yeah. to follow Sarah, see what she's up to. <laughs> the journey will go around coffee and there'll be yeah. lots of coffee stories lots of people mm-hmm. stories and lots of people trafficking yeah. victories and yeah, yeah we'd love to keep in touch and see what you're up to and next time mm. you're back we'll catch up again yeah great cool or maybe we try it virtually over the um, oh yeah over the internet interweb. the interwebs thanks <laughs> <laughs> Sarah happy new year oh thank you happy new year <laughs> so yeah we'd love you to subscribe um and go with us on our journey we've got some weeks ahead and uh, yeah we'd love you to set out with us we've got some offers we'll be doing bits of coffee information we'll be giving you so it'd be great if you could follow us and we've got instagram we've got facebook we've got website we've even got the old tiktok starting which is epic so find us out there it's clo which is just clo coffee and you'll uh, spot us around the place <laughs>